Hey, welcome to the Let's Do Video podcast. My name is David Maldo, and today we're going to talk about a personal pet peeve of mine, vertical videos. My intention here was to do a typical rant about why vertical videos are terrible, you should turn your phone sideways, and how we're not going to take it anymore. However, I did come across some counter-arguments that I feel need to be addressed, so I decided to take a, a more balanced approach and look at both sides. However, in the end, my conclusion is still that you should record your videos this way, but some apps like Snapchat are changing the game a little bit. There's a great video on YouTube called Vertical Video Syndrome, a PSA. Basically, it's a few puppets explaining why you should hold your camera like this when you record. It does a pretty good job for making the case for, uh, against vertical videos, and you should check it out. On the other side, I came across a recent New York Times article which was making a case for vertical video in some, in some cases. So let's take a look at both. There are several arguments against vertical videos. In my mind, the biggest one is it just doesn't fit our natural frame of view. It's pretty obvious when you look at it. Our eyes are next to each other, not one on top of each other. Therefore, we see the world like this. We don't see it like this. This is our natural frame of view, so we like seeing things that way. If you've ever been to a movie theater, the screen was laid out like this. On your TV, the screen is laid out like this. On your computer monitors, the screen is laid out, laid out like this. That's how we see the world. Now there is something in your house that is shaped like this and not like this. That would be a portrait frame. And that's fine if you're putting a picture in it. The key is it's not moving. When you get into moving images, that's when we start to have problems. And that's why, like I said, all movies are like this. It's because of the action. And think of your favorite movie. Think of a great movie like The Godfather. Do you really think it would be better if we cut out, cut out two-thirds of um, the screen with black bars and got rid of two-thirds of the action? Of course not. Now, I know what some of you are thinking. Okay, in general, we should record videos like this. I get it. But if my friend is standing there doing something and I'm just recording him or her, well, it's basically a portrait. I should hold it like this and then I'll capture them perfectly. No, you should, you should still hold it like this. You won't cut off their head. You won't cut off their feet. You might have to take a half a step back but you'll still capture them. And then you'll get everything they're doing. If they move, they'll still be in frame. You won't lose them in a second. And if they move a lot, it's easier to keep them in frame with this. If you're holding it like this, a little bit of motion, everything goes crazy. You, you, you give people a headache trying to watch that. You don't want to do any kind of moving video like this. Now, I'm afraid some of you may still have exceptions. Like, oh, well, I want to record something that's video and it's not really moving a lot. No, it still is annoying to look at it with those black bars on the side. People are going to be watching it on YouTube. YouTube is shaped like this. Make it fit what people are going to watch it on and not what you're trying to record. Always, no exceptions, always record videos like this. This is for portraits. This is for videos. Now, like I said, there is a counter argument in this New York Times article, and it did make a few points, but I think it went a little too far. So let me address first what it got right. The first thing it mentioned is that some people will watch content on a phone and they're not going to turn it. For example, if you use Snapchat, this is the way you use Snapchat. You hold it like this. A Snapchat video is like this. No one's going to turn it to watch it like this. So if you're a marketing company and you're making a promotion for Snapchat, a commercial for people to watch on Snapchat, you have to make it like this because that's how people are going to watch it. It would be better if you could convince people to turn their phones so they could see it normally and have a wide field of view. But since they're not going to turn their, their phones, you should, you should record it this way. Uh, I'm also okay with FaceTime. 
FaceTime, we're not recording the scene around me. It's just my face. My face fits in the window this way. Even so, when I'm on FaceTime, half the time I still turn it like this. But it's not going to be recorded, and it's not going to be put up on YouTube. Anything that's recorded and put up on YouTube, I'm going to watch it on my wide monitor, and I don't want to see those black bars. Now, that leads to the, the, the trickiest thing, which is um, Facebook. A lot of people watch Facebook on a wide monitor at their desk, but some people just watch Facebook here. So if it's a person who's watching Facebook here and you know they're not going to turn their phone, how do you record a video for them? It still gets tricky. I think we should record it for the people who are watching it on YouTube so it's a better quality video. And people should either learn to turn their phones or they're just going to watch it in a really small box. But again, the only exception that I would really make are for apps where we know people are going to hold it like this. Snapchat gets a pass. Now, like I said, I do think this New York Times article went a little too far because they were arguing not only to make vertical videos when they're going to be watched vertically, which kind of makes sense, but that some videos are inherently better if they're vertical. One example they gave is a baby taking its first steps because, again, the baby is shaped like this and it'll fit in the frame nicely. I think they're wrong. It's not about capturing, having the baby fill the entire space. If you hold it like this, you still get the baby, and you get the parent on one end letting the baby go, and the parent on the other end encouraging the baby to, to walk to, to him or her. You get the scene. You get everything around the baby. You get everything that's happening. You get the context of it. I think it's a much better video. Another example they gave is this video where a, a big inflatable minion is coming down the street. And the reason they thought it was good for vertical is because it's moving away and towards the camera. There's not a lot of left or right motion. But even in this video, I want to see the context. It starts going off the road. What is it going to hit? What is it going to run over? I can't see. It's boxed in with these boxes. Even the examples they gave in the New York Times article of good vertical videos are still bad videos. The last example the New York Times gave, I think, is, is the worst example. It was a video of a gentleman walking for the first time with assistance. And it was, you know, it's heartbreaking. It was a great moment. And it's vertical video. And the idea is that, well, he's not moving very fast and you want to capture him. So perf if there's ever an example for vertical video, this is it. He fits the frame perfectly. But all the people around him are cut off. When he's going to watch this video in a few years, he's going to want to see the people in his life that he shared this moment with. And he can't because the entire context of the video is cut off. It's a, it's a perfect example of why vertical video is terrible, and it's the example that the New York Times chose to defend vertical video. Again, never. There's never a good time to make a vertical video unless you're making an advertisement for something that's going to be watched on Snapchat. I recently found a vertical video festival online, and you may think the existence of that argues in favor of vertical videos. People are making great stuff. But I really think it makes my point. In order to make a good vertical video, they had to go to extreme lengths. They had to record things like people rock climbing where there's a lot of vertical motion. And they did a great job. These are professionals. But even in those examples, I think it would have looked better if they turned the phone and they got some context on the left and the right. As good as they were, it just made the point that it would have been better if it was horizontal. Basically, I think people that are trying to make vertical video a thing are just trying too hard. It's not natural. It's not the way we see the world. It doesn't fit in our frame of view. Sure, you could make a great vertical video if you're creative and talented, but for the rest of us, we should just turn the phone. I hope you enjoyed this and will help spread the word. If you see someone recording a video like this, stop them, make them do it correctly. And if you enjoy this, there's plenty more content like this at letsdovideo.com.